As part of Mothers Who Know, our weekly free support group for all mothers, we have Maurice Harker, the founder and director of Life Changing Services, join us the first Tuesday of every month. This month's meeting, we had an interesting question. This question and his answer was so powerful, we wanted everyone to be able to hear it. And if you'd like to join us anytime in Mothers Who Know, everyone is welcome. You can go to the website at motherswhoknow.org and look under the support tab for Warrior Mothers Who Know group. One other question from a mom and uh, partly mixed with my own question as she asked it is the idea of when you come to Sansa Helaman or any of the life-changing services, you quickly start having this realization that uh, not every voice in my head is a trusted voice kind of thing. And that, wow, um, Satan really does lie to people and maybe me too, not just the people in jail. And <laughs> anyway, and trying to figure out who's, where's that coming from? And so one of, one of the mom's boys was saying, do I ever have my own thoughts? Is it just Satan's thoughts or the Savior's inspiration, you know, their inspiration? What do I ever think on my own? Anyway, um, so we'd love your feedback on that. And then maybe um, also mentioning the, the little chart that you do sometimes as far as um, recording where, where those thoughts the, the three The three-column chart? Yeah. Oh, I, have, I didn't know it was three. Okay, awesome. Well, there's, there, you can use three. I mean, it's, I, I change the tool a little bit based on the client and making sure it meets their needs. Awesome. Okay, so... Um, this is a great question because I had the same question myself when I started discovering this. I'm like yelling inside of my head. Hello, is anybody oh, like, is Maurice here anywhere? Like, is he in here being useful? I'm actually going to make your, um, your question even more complicated. Okay. To, if you want to do an advanced version of, of this, um, um, so it's pretty shocking when you first start to discover there's a Satan that likes to play head games with you and likes to get involved in the process. My first experience with this was just a two column chart. What's me? What's Satan? I wasn't I assuming God was that involved in my life. He was I'm sure he was here somewhere, but I, I didn't have the sensation of him walking along and talking to me all day long. And so um, if you want to try this experiment yourself before you pass it on to your child, when I first did this, I, I was back in the 90s before smartphone technology. So I got myself a, a kitchen timer from Walmart, a little egg timer type thing um, that I could clip to my belt. And I got a little flip notebook, the little tiny ones you can put in your pocket. And I did this very scary thing where I set the, the alarm for 10 minutes. And whenever the alarm went off, I had to write down whatever I was thinking about at the time the alarm went off just had to capture it like a cross section, okay? And then I just wrote down what I was incidentally thinking about. I was building off of the theme, you know who you are by what you think about when you don't have to think. Okay, this is a quote I believe that came from David O. McKay. You know who you are by what you think about when you don't have to think. I've had to clean up that phrase a little bit because that's not, you have to get a little more information to know what he means by that. Now, Unfortunately, I'm not going to tell you what I wrote in my notebook because I was a college-aged young man walking around the campuses of the University of Utah. So let's just say that seven out of ten times the thoughts I recorded were disappointing to my value system. We'll just put it that way so that we don't have to get into any uncomfortable detail. All right? And it was awkward. It was scary. Um, I invite you to try this. 
set a timer for about 10 minutes and in about 10 uh, increments, write down what you just happen to be thinking about when the alarm goes off. All right. And my saddest thing, I, I went on to be relieved by gaining a testimony of Satan. When I monitor my brain carefully, my brain can be experiencing anywhere between 40 and 60% satanic conversation. Okay? Sometimes as high as 80%. All right? That's currently. That's after 20 years of work. I still experience that much satanic chatter. It's little things like, um, work's going to be too hard today. Okay? Aren't people irritating sometimes? Wouldn't it be nice if you could just take a break? Sure, it'd be cool if your wife didn't spend so much money. Okay? Any phrase, any word, any sentence designed to knock your emotions out of stability is not you. Any thought, any feeling, anything that the textbooks might call negative self-talk is not actually negative self-talk. Okay. Now I had some the other day, like, well, when are you going to take responsibility for your own thoughts? Here's a really good way to think about it. If you were back in the old days, plowing a field. Okay. And for some random reason, somebody behind a bush threw a hand grenade at your feet. Is that your fault? Is it your fault that while you were trying to be productive, somebody else threw a hand grenade at your feet? Now, who's responsible for getting rid of the hand grenade before it blows up? Okay. And that's not even the right word for it. Like, where does the urgency lie? It's not like the person who threw it at your feet is going to run over and pick it up and say, sorry about that. I threw it at you on purpose, but I'm going to pick it up and take it away. So when we say we are responsible for our thoughts, the scientific breakdown of what that means is when the dark side throws thoughts into your head designed to blow up some part of your brain or your life or your marriage or your relationship with somebody, you're responsible to respond quickly efficiently in a way that does not leave it there long enough to cause any damage so it's really 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 important that you don't believe that you're throwing hand grenades at yourself because that's a whole new level of crazy all right what do you do when you're bored when i'm bored i throw hand grenades at myself okay what kind of person, and this is why you can feel super crazy sometimes, because if Satan's convinced you they're coming from yourself, we call that psychological civil war. All right? I am my own worst enemy, which is a very popular phrase that you're not going to hear in conference talks. That's a very popular American phrase. You are your own worst enemy. That is not true. That is a false principle. All right? Any downgrading anything then you all have the sensations memorized there are only like six categories anything that creates a sensation of anxiety anything that creates a sensation of depression hopelessness frustration aggravation irritation 
those are all satanic. And yes, you can have the obnoxious experience of having demons assigned to you that somehow got a hold of one of those tennis serving guns that shoot the tennis balls at you like 20 per second. And, but they're hand grenades instead of tennis balls. You're like, wah! That's still not your fault. It's still not your fault. You might want to make a note of the following piece of information. If it feels like you are receiving an above average amount of satanic attacks, it's because you are an above average threat to Satan. If you feel like you're getting an above average number of attacks, it's because you are an above average threat to Satan. Okay? So, how do you discern who's talking your head? We all know what the Holy Ghost feels like, at least sometimes. And some people say, well, what if I need to review all the feedback I'm getting in my head? I was discussing this with God one day, and he says, Maurice, I want you to slow down for a second and listen very carefully. He does He gets this like slightly condescending tone of voice when he talks to me like, Maurice, I'm going to talk to you like you're in first grade, but I know you're smarter than that. So I'm going to talk really slow. Okay. If I, God, your father, has constructive feedback for you, do you think I would embed it in a wet cow pie? Okay. Do you think I would splat you with the feedback? Do you think I would torture you with partial information if I was to give you some feedback? I hope all of you have had at least one experience with God giving you feedback. It always comes in the same package. It comes with kindness. It comes with encouragement. It comes with a slightly stern face, but only barely because most of it's very loving. He's all, yes, you do need to work on this, but I love you while you're working on it. Okay? So on one side of the chart that, you're, that um, BJ might be referring to, you're going to be writing down the ideas, the thoughts, and feelings that come to you that probably came from God or the Holy Ghost. Okay? And you can write a little paragraph there, a few sentences on what it will feel like when it's from God. Okay, in Moroni chapter 7, is, it says, all people are given the gift of knowing between good and evil, and that which is good is of God, and that which is not good is of Satan, okay, or is of the devil. So it's not good or evil. When he clarifies, he says, good or not good. So if it's not in the good category based on what we just described, then the thought, if it creates any other feeling, is from Satan. Now, let's talk about your thoughts. And then we got to talk about a couple more, and I'm going to cram this in in the time that we have left because this is really important for you and your loved ones. All right? The best way to know your thoughts, the best way to know your thoughts separate from the Holy Ghost and separate from satanic thoughts is when you're planning to do something. Let me give you a little more detail, okay? If you look at the next week and you think while sitting down with a piece of paper in front of you, what do I want to do this week? What do I want to do this week? Because you're sitting in a calm place and you're accessing your frontal lobe and you're not saying, what do I prefer to do this week? You're asking your value system, what do I want to do this week? What do I want to accomplish this week? That is the most likely time to find out what your spirit cares about. 
okay? If you want to make sure your garden gets attended to, if you want to make sure that your children get to certain things on time, if you want to attend to some church responsibilities, if you want. Now, we're not talking about what you actually have time to do because you're going to run out of time before you do everything you want to do. We're just making a menu of things that you want to do that match your value system. Okay? And then you're going to write it down. If it lands on the paper, we know we're really getting to where you're listing your desires because you will hear Satan's hit voice in your head. I really want to take my daughter for lunch. Okay? That's not going to happen. That's not going to work. That's going to be a nightmare. That's going to ruin the day. Okay? Okay, the, the thing you write down is not, that's not going to work. That's going to be a mess. That's going to ruin my day. No. What you actually write down is, I want to take my daughter to lunch. That is you. That is your value system. Okay? Now, while you're doing that, anytime you're trying to lock down your value system onto paper, by the way, if you really want to freak Satan out, this is why written goals are so much powerful. He hates written stuff. It drives him nuts because it becomes like 10 times more solid as soon as it's written down. Okay? Now, I hope that all of you have also had the experience of while you're writing or while you're taking notes on your own thoughts. By the way, this is not journaling. Journaling is often referred to as just dumping your brain onto paper. No, this is planning. It's different than journaling. Okay? How many times have you had the experience like you're pondering almost on accident your plans and you have this brilliant idea that's a little smarter than you that enhances one of your thoughts, okay? Like, I should take my daughter to lunch, okay? I'd really want to take my daughter to lunch. Satan tries to bang it around a little bit by going, well, that's not going to work for this reason. That's not going to work for this reason. And then you have this little insight that goes, Oh, I just figured out why that hasn't been working. Every time I've invited my daughter to lunch, I've invited her to, to a place I want to go. I should invite her to a place that she wants to go to lunch. Why didn't I think about that before? Okay, that's when you're getting revelation. That's when you're gaining insight. And I want to tell you a little secret, ladies. When you read the Like Dragons Did They Fight book, Almost everything you read in there was when I was having moments like that when I was studying science and psychology. Okay? That book was a fascinating experience because I would be pondering a piece of science. You might even be able to tell while you're reading it. You're, you're reading something that sounds like normal, decent science, and all of a sudden I say something brilliant. I want to confess right now that anytime you read something brilliant that Maurice wrote, it is inspiration, it is revelation. Because I'm smart, but I'm not that smart. Okay? So when Sue expresses gratitude for the glorious contributions I've had to her family, anything that is that amazing, that was revelation. I am really smart, but I'm not quite that smart. Okay? Right. So we have three categories whenever you do this type of exercise. You have the that's probably or could be inspiration category. You have, it's probably, or could be myself, or it's probably, or could be Satan. Now, the easiest way to tell that one is take a thought and see if you can give it to the Holy Ghost. Like, you are the laziest mom on the planet. 
All right, let's see. Was that the Holy Ghost? I'm checking to see if the Holy Ghost just said, you are the laziest mom on the planet. Ooh, I'm really having a hard time believing if I was having a bad day, I'm pretty sure that's not how the Holy Ghost would say it. Okay, all right. Well, then it's myself talking to myself. No, 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 it's not you talking to yourself because that's just dang rude, okay? That is not a way to share information with somebody. So knows. Now, why would Satan always, whenever you catch Satan, always asking the question, now, why would he do that? Why would he do that? And do not believe his answer because he'll raise his hand. I know why I do that because you actually are a lazy and pathetic woman. Oh, thank you. Thank you for that. That's lovely. Okay. Okay. When done correctly, ladies, your mother bear chemistry for the little girl inside of you. And if you haven't met her yet or you forgot she's there, all of you have this gloriously innocent, sweet, adorable, um, doesn't uh, still chasing unicorns girl inside of you, okay? That when it's at its best, the demons are not happy. So you know what they do? They tiptoe around your mother bear and try to torture the little girl who likes unicorns inside your brain. Listen carefully to his voice. He says things like, it's too bad you don't have any friends. It's too bad you're all sorts of fat now. It's too bad nobody likes you. It's too bad you don't have any self-discipline. Okay? If you overheard someone talking to your daughter like that, I hope you lose all of your social skills. Okay? I hope you send a message in a way that that predator, psychological predator, gets the message, ain't never going to come back here again. Do not let demons talk to you in a way that you would never let anybody talk to your daughters. Okay? Never. And my recommendation, well, what if it's not a demon? Well, hit him with a baseball bat first and then check to see if he's a demon. Okay? Hit him first, then check to see if he's a demon. Protect yourself and your loved ones first. Now, I want to add a little piece to this concept. There is another set of voices that are not really voices that I want to introduce you to, okay? These are um, the other parts of your brain that are trying to be helpful, but they're, they're more like machines as opposed to intelligent entities. One of the machine voices in your brain is the historian, okay? It's just a voice you can consult with, all right? It's just a voice you can consult with where you're saying, Mr. Historian, I need some data from the past in order to make some decisions. Another voice in your head is called Hope. Okay? Hey, Hope, come here. I need to have a meeting with you. I need to think about some of the future things so that I can get some enthusiasm behind them. Can you give me some ideas of what I could be hoping for right now? Now, the guy across the table from him is Fear, and Fear always wants Hope to shut up. Okay, Hope says, I got some ideas. They're a little on the crazy side. You know, let's go make best friends with that one woman that was really mean to you at church the other day. Let's just go be all sorts of sweet and nicer and we could be best friends forever. And fear on the other side, are you crazy? Are you crazy? Do not do stuff like that. Don't ever, don't ever try to be friends with someone who's been mean to you. So both of these voices are vital for your health. 
if you ignore fear completely, you will walk out into the freeway and get hit by a truck. If you ignore hope completely, you'll live your life in a state of misery. So when I finally started looking at this closely, I drew an oval circle on a piece of paper and I put a bunch of stick figures around it. And I now call it my presidential cabinet because I got a bunch of voices who have opinions about what I should be doing. Okay? There's charity. You know what? Let's just love people even though they hit you in the face with a baseball bat. Let's just be nice to them. Let's be sweet to everybody. Let's be kind to everybody. Now, if I shut off my charity side of my brain, I now become this withered non-entity with no salt whatsoever. But if I just do everything that it suggests on impulse, then I have no wisdom. Okay? So you have the historian. You have, the, you have fear. You have charity. You have hope. There's multiple voices. I think when I really boil it down, I found like 10 voices in my head. And then Satan's the um, ultimate, um, what do they call those guys? Lobbyists. He's always trying to make friends with everybody on my presidential cabinet. He's trying to make friends with fear. Okay. He's trying to make friends with the historian. He's trying to make friends with all these people. So ladies, self-awareness can be very complex, but it's also very enjoyable because just like you do with your children, when you're in a large gathering, you can tell out of 50 people at a family reunion, which voices are your own kids' voices and which child it is. With a little bit of practice, you can discern the voices in your head just as fast as you can discern the voices of your children. And you can gain some pretty amazingly skilled responses to that. Now, these are some complex things that are beyond what your boys are going to learn in Sons of Helaman. They may be introduced to a little bit more of that in personal warrior training. But mothers, as you apply these principles and get experience with it, looping us all the way back to our conversation with Sue, now you can teach principles out of your personal testimony instead of just the shoulds and supposed tos that they're experiencing. I know that what your loved ones are going through might seem mysterious to you, but I promise you, and this is a scary promise, every version of messed upness that's a technical term, every version of messed upness that you see in others, there is a version of it in you. Every possible way that your loved ones are messed up. It is the weirdest thing as a therapist. I have such a broad diversity of clients that come to see me, I can always find something about me that is similar to what my clients are going through. It's a little scary to discover your own dark side, your own crazy side. But I'm telling you, man, think about if your parents came to you and said, you know what? When I was working through my sexual self-mastery issues, wait, wait what? <laughs> You know, I was an adolescent too, and I had to harness my sexual dynamics. It's not like I'm born with this amazing self, sexual self-mastery I have now, all right? So, ladies, figure out what you went through. Figure out what you did to acquire sexual self-mastery. Hold on a second. Okay? Because everybody had to. Everybody needed to. Everybody has to work it out. 
Some of us even have some little gray zones we still slide into, like, ooh, that's a little out of bounds. That's a little too far to the left. That's a little too far to the right. I better rein that in a little bit. And or maybe anger self-mastery or maybe eating self-mastery, whatever your thing is. Okay. All of us have at least one self-mastery issue that we could use to experiment with these concepts. So the better you get at learning how these concepts work with you, looping back around to the Eternal Warriors classes, if you're not ready to do a family-based one, get yourself in an Eternal Warriors class. Okay? Just yourself and do some seriously dynamic introspection and find out what goes on for you. Don't worry. Every scary thing you find, you will also discover a solution to it. It's not like you're going to find some all sorts of scary thing and then be left there holding the scary thing and crash and burn at that point. Don't worry. We found the solutions that come with the discovery of scary things. I, I, you know, I want to I join Karen in her comments because I may be the voice of many of these principles, but I remember when I didn't know these principles. I remember when I didn't understand satanic attacks. I remember when I experienced the pain of not knowing how to apply spiritual principles to my day-to-day -day life. I was horrified by the things that I couldn't quite find value to in my scientific studies. I remember finding flaws because they weren't ready to study spiritual application of scientific information. I remember standing at the door of, of leaving my parents home with the big old sign across the door, return with honor, and feeling like I was um, being sent into the Vietnam forest, being told they're probably going to try to kill you, but we're not going to tell you how or empower you to win. And so if you study the work that we've been trying to put together for you, it's all based on work that I used for myself first so that I could feel competent, so that I could feel confident, so that I could feel like I was able to apply gospel principles to real-life, modern-day psychological warfare. It is our mission as a company to provide you with information that you didn't have already on how to win spiritual and psychological warfare in the modern day. Please, we have to wrap up now, but please, in the future, if you ever come across any real life situation that you have not figured out how to win that psychological, spiritual war, let us know. There's a decent chance we already have the answer, but I am very vigorously invested in finding things no one's ever found before. Throw your questions at me, and I'll find the answer. One of us will find the answer. Ladies, I'm always honored. And I am full of great reverence for you. I must admit that I'm really glad I'm not a mom. Okay? I'm glad I'm not a mom because I don't know what it feels like to care as much as you do. Because it's so painful to watch mothers caring. And I don't know that I would enjoy caring that much. I do know that I don't get to feel love as deeply as you do. And that makes me sad. I cannot comprehend what it's like to be in your shoes, to be always invested in people and their well-being. And so because you carry such stewardship, because you carry so much love on your shoulders, I reverence you, I honor you, and I hope to serve you well. Feel free to join us each month when Maurice comes to Warrior Mothers Who Know the first Tuesday of every month. Go to MothersWhoKnow.org and the support tab for the link to our webinar. Love to see you all there.